Welcome to the Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. Well, hello, everyone. This is Ed Sanderson. I'm here with my esteemed colleagues. I've got uh, Alex over here, Capri, and we've got a guest tonight, Anna Kate. She's going to join us. And by the way, I probably should have said this already. It's the Two Old Kids, Two Young Adults show. Uh, I think we're in episode three, but don't quote me on that. And the whole premise behind this is to get kind of some thoughts and observations from folks in the real world. Some will have gone to college, some will not have, but to get some ideas on what it's like to move through uh, career planning, get into the college environment and see how that translates into the real world and to kind of get firsthand information and feedback from somebody who's actually doing it instead of reading about it in the book or hearing a bunch of old guys like me talking about it, although we'll have some old folks on here from time to time, but just to get the experience of how everything comes together. This is our guest, Hannah Cates. Hannah, how are you doing? I'm good. It's so what, Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday evening. Yeah. Got everybody out, try to get in out of here in a, a short period of time. Hannah, just to kind of kind of put this in perspective, can you give the folks kind of a background of kind of your transition from high school to college? And then maybe we can talk real quickly about what you do right now, because I think it's a really important subject. And then tell them about your roadmap from high school to college. And if what you do now is what you thought you were going to do when you started college or when you got out? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So currently I am in in digital marketing. I work at a marketing agency. It's global, but um, there's an office here in San Diego, which is where I'm based out of. So I do paid media specifically for the agency. I work across various clients offering, um, you know, advertising services across um, like Facebook and LinkedIn, things like that. So um, my skill set has evolved into that and never started that way. So that's what I currently do. But when I immediately graduated college, I actually got my degree in graphic design um, and minor in advertising, but there really wasn't like that much as very basic overview. So I didn't really have knowledge of what advertising was really about. Got a, a job out of college in graphic design, was there for about two years. I enjoyed it enough to, I like to be creative, but I realized I didn't like to be put into kind of a corporate setting in a creatively setting. So um, it was too strict. Um, and I had an opportunity from a family friend to come back to San Diego. I was in Orange County at the time and go into marketing. So it was a very big transition. I didn't know anything really about marketing because all my experience had been in design, Um, but I was able to use my design skills in the new job. Um, And then I worked at another company for about six years. That was kind of where I learned all about marketing, specifically digital, um, and learned about sales pipeline and how to um, bring leads in from top of funnel from different marketing efforts and then have sales follow up with them 
um, and then basically turn that into a sale. So really learning how an entire business works and how marketing kind of fits into that puzzle piece. Um, yeah, and then from there, I kind of was self-taught, learned um, paid media at that specific job, and then was finally able to move over to what I do now. So Hannah, I got to ask you this question, and I'm going to let the young folk jump in here in a second. But I'm just curious, when you were going to college, did you have an idea? Was was social media and digital marketing a thing? Or was that kind of just tell me where that was in the evolution as you were starting to come up? Yeah, it was it was there, but it's definitely not, it was not the same as it is now. It's so much more prominent in every company. It's such an important piece that I feel like a lot of companies are now um, taking initiative in. So it wasn't really my first thought when I was in college because I, social media didn't have the same influence as it does, right? There's not, wasn't as many influencers and um, needing to have like a following. So um, definitely not what I expected and what I thought I would get into. I thought I would always be in design because it was a very practical job. Um, but now looking at it, it's, you know, design skill is nice to have. I can use it when I need it. But um, being in social media is such an incredibly important space because it really dictates like everyone's decision, <laughs> um, specifically younger generations and like how they buy and how they engage online. So um, having a presence is huge. So I felt like that was important to kind of be a part of. Gotcha. All right. I'm going to turn it over uh, to you, Alex. What do you got question wise for Hannah? Yeah. So it sounds like you've kind of been in a, a very similar field for most of your career. And obviously social media and marketing has changed so much over the last few years. But I'm um, just curious, um, what would you tell your younger self about deciding on a career? Because obviously a lot of things can change in certain industries and in certain careers. So just in general, what advice would you give to uh, younger people when deciding on a career? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like you need to be flexible and adapt to new opportunities and environments. So if I didn't take the opportunity to go into marketing, I would have never been where I am today. I would have been, I don't want to say stuck in design because design is great and it's a really great job and you can do so much with it. Um, but that wasn't right for me. And I was able to figure out how to use that skill in something that really matched my overall skill set better. Um, so I think really being able to be open to opportunities and change, and even though it may not be something that you did in college, that's okay. It doesn't have to be what you learned because people change all the time. Yeah, and that's uh, it's actually something my parents told me. I was initially a marketing major in college, and I switched to psychology. Now I was literally about to switch back to marketing. I was in the business building, and my mom was like, hold up. Like, it doesn't mean you have to be a psychologist. You can take your career, your skills, and really go anywhere. Now, I don't really do anything with psychology in my career, but I think that's really good advice just in terms of being flexible and knowing what you major in in college doesn't mean you're going to do that for the rest of your life. It's not going to burn any bridges for majoring in something different. Yeah, and what you learn in college, I feel like most of the time, unless it's math or something that's like very specific, but yeah. most of the time, a lot of those degrees will be applicable in your job. Um, 
psychology and sociology and communications and, and all of those degrees are, you need to know how to communicate. You want to know how people work and how they think. Um, so doesn't mean, like you said, you don't have to be a psychologist, but it's helpful to know for sure. Definitely. Yeah, that's really good advice about just changing, have, not having your career set in stone. Um, kind of going off of that, what do you consider to be the best career advice you have received? Best career advice. Um, something that really stuck with me is something called being, I never heard of the word before. I don't know if it's made up or it's real, um, but it was being called carefrontational. So you can be confrontational, but be nice about it. Um, there's a lot of times I think in work and in professional environments where it's intimidating to have conversations with people about something that needs to be improved or whether it's like directed at you mm -hmm. and it's easy to put your guard up, um, but approaching it in a caring manner where the people feel valued and it's for the benefit of their growth. Um, something that really stuck with me with previous mentors that I've had. Yeah. I have a question about that. You said mentors and I thought about another answer that you gave. I'm kind of a big advocate about it's not what you know, it's who you know. And you talked about relationships earlier on, how you had a family friend. How did the relationships uh, factor into your career development in terms of getting opportunities? Can you connect those dots in your mind looking back? Yeah, network is, I've realized as I've gotten older and changed jobs and kind of changed career paths that the your network is really important to utilize. So I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't have known that that opportunity was there if it wasn't for my mom telling me that her best friend was working at a company with an opportunity. Um, and even though, again, it was like kind of out of my wheelhouse, it, it was presented and it was like, why not? It's a chance for me to move back, something, try something new. Um, actually the job I'm in now is from a, uh, mentor, one of my favorite people I've ever worked with, um, from a previous company, she came to the one where I am at now. So I got this current job through her. Um, so leveraging your network is huge because it'll open a lot more doors than just trying to apply for something that you don't have any connections with a lot of refer, a lot of companies like to refer people because, they know a referral is um, kind of a slam dunk in terms of like personality and a good fit for the company and things like that. I have one other question. I'll give it back to um, Capri and Alex. Um, the landscape of social media, I think we talked about this, has changed dramatically. And you kind of were in the middle of all of that. If you've got a young person who's kind of thinking they're going to be an influencer, right? That's what they're kind of interested in. They're posting what advice could you give them in terms of transitioning from maybe doing something for fun or you're trying to get some traction, maybe some notoriety in applying those skills in the real world? And what I thought about was when you said um, carefrontational, it's a great combination of words. But my, my challenge I'm thinking is that when somebody's kind of doing it for fun and they're in their own world, and they kind of go from there to an occupation career development, the communication skills may not be as strong. And now that you're in a corporate environment or a workplace environment, that's different. So that's kind of a two-part question in terms of how do you take those skills or something that you're passionate about and then transition that into 
um, a real career? And then how do you adapt to an environment that maybe you're, you haven't been involved in or part of as you were coming up? Are those some things that you had to process or think about? Obviously you, you did it cause you brought it up, but how do you apply that in the real world? Maybe. Yeah. So the first part of that question with the, how does one, um, specifically like related to influencers is that what you wanted to yeah just like if somebody is like interested in the social media component they do that kind of friends and family and they're out there maybe promoting themselves how do you transition that into a career yeah it's a good point um i mean i am not an influencer so i don't have (laughs) millions of followers to to uh back it up but um this podcast you will (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think it's kind of a couple of things. I definitely think you need to put yourself out there. If you don't try and don't make an effort, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. That's with anything really. If you just kind of sit back and wait for something to happen, it's not going to happen. Unfortunately, most of the time. Um, and then I also feel like it does kind of revolve with the network discussion where, you should leverage your network. And if you know people that work at certain companies and maybe you can approach them and say, Hey, I, I'm trying to build my growth along with your follower growth. Maybe we can do a collaboration together kind of thing. Um, or even if you don't know anyone at a certain company that you're interested in, you could always approach them and just see if there's an opportunity there um, to maybe take that relationship to more of like a professional one versus just tagging them in a post because you like it. Um, so that would be my tip is to just, and kind of put yourself in that position and, and really make an effort to try and communicate with other companies. Gotcha. That's good input. Thank you. Uh, Capri, Alex, got anything else? Yeah. Um, I have a follow-up question about networking. So obviously we've already established that it's super important, um, but as a young person, it's also really intimidating because I hear all, I hear all the time like, oh, network, network, network. Do you have any advice for um, like starting to grow your network because I only know so many people right now and I would obviously love to know like millions more and have those connections with people but sometimes it can be pretty tough what would you recommend yeah there's a couple things there I um, I'm very shy especially when I was younger I was very very shy so the idea of going to like a networking event was just not for me um, I would say if you're up for it it's always a great idea. You can connect with people, but I also understand that that is not for everybody. And if you're just not that kind of person to just go up and start talking to random people about business, don't, I would say just don't um, stress out about that. Um, I actually got a message on LinkedIn from somebody um, who had went to the same college as I did. I don't know who she is, but she's an alumni. Um, and she reached out to me and said that she saw I was in the area that she was looking for a job and in the industry that I was looking that she was looking for. So um, I kind of gave her some like tips and was happy to just kind of um, tell her about like certain jobs or companies that I was aware of that she might be interested in. Um, so I would definitely say at least starting out, leverage your network of fellow um, alumni from your college. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they, they've been in their, your shoes. They know what you're about to go through by graduating um, high school. So for you, for high school, is like even seeing um, or as you're in college, kind of like growing that network within school um, 
and taking it from there. Yeah, I think that's super important too, just because people are very passionate about usually the college that they went to. So you can easily just send a LinkedIn message to someone and be like, hey, I went to Purdue as well. And I see you're in an industry that really interests me and they'll that's an easy shoe and easy way to have a conversation with them. So um, that's, that's really, really good advice. And I can, um, I can definitely test that being out of college um, somewhat recently. Um, and on that same note as well, obviously that transition from collegehood to adulthood can be, um, it can be tricky, extremely tr- tricky. Um, so how do you manage some of those difficult situations from going from college to um, professional life? Yeah, a lot of it will will develop with confidence. So the more professional experience you have, you're, you're just going to get, you'll gain more confidence with decision-making and, and things that, um, tasks that you'll have to do. Um, I definitely have learned to approach difficult tasks for in college. So in, in college, a difficult task or like something that would kind of get in my way, it was really easy to get hung up on it. Um, again, and there's kind of a, a different mindset. It's, it's such a school focus. Like you don't have a lot of professional experience because your whole life up to that point has been school. Um, so it's very much about like the stress of homework and like completing your exams on time and like getting a job. Um, so try and handle that in a way of there's, you'll, you'll find something, you'll get a job, try not to like stress about that. And then going into like professional life, the more experience you have, the more confidence you're going to get. I have just now started managing people. I've always wanted to manage a group of other employees. I'm getting that experience. I'm learning so much about it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying to <laughs> use my previous like mentors as like a guide of what works well for me. Um, so also, I think admitting that you don't know everything is great. Being humble because that's yep. how you learn and grow for sure. So Hannah, when you look back in the rearview mirror, um, if you were to play this tape back, is there something you would have told yourself in high school um, that you think would have changed your trajectory or might have sped it up that you wish you had maybe done different? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I have really good questions. <laughs> I mean, looking, I, I don't know, because for a while, I also thought I wanted to go with medicine. So it's like, ugh, your ideas when you're younger are so different than like what you really end up doing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like it'll be what I said before, where being flexible and adapting to change and realizing that that's okay not feeling like what you decide to major in in college is what you have to do. Um, Because I feel like that's such a, a lot of colleges too will like want you to choose your major before you even um, decide to go there. And that's a huge pressure to put on somebody who's, you know, 18 years old. Like I had no idea what I wanted to do. I liked art, but I like wanted to be practical about it. So I was like, all right, I'll just do graphic design. Like I just, that was just my decision. Literally was like, okay, I'll just do it. Um, so I think, yeah, just being okay with change. Once you graduate, it may not in even your first job, it may not be what you want it to be for the future, but you're getting enough experience. You're getting your feet wet. And then you can always make changes later. 
So I didn't have this as part of the questions that you and I kind of I sent to you, but I'm kind of curious, what do you, what do you see in your future? What does your trajectory look like? You talked about managing people, which is, I'm starting to sense that you're, as another expression I have is better get comfortable being uncomfortable. So you're Mm kind of getting into those uncomfortable positions. I know you're still early off, early on in your career, but what's your trajectory like? Where would you like to see this head? Yeah, I really enjoy what I'm doing. And I, I've been more involved with the strategy and less of execution as I've continued to grow and kind of be more of manager level. Um, so I really want to be able to be kind of like oversee an entire paid team, really be the strategy behind projects and initiatives. Um, and just kind of, I do like the mentoring piece, the being able to manage people. I feel like so much of what I've learned um, aside from doing, you know, an actual like project is from the people that have directly been my, or have been my direct report or I've directly reported to them. Um, so I want to be that to other people. I want to make them feel like they are learning and growing and like have them look back and say, Oh, Hannah was really great. She has been such like an important part of my career because she helped me realize X, Y, Z. Gotcha. That's really nice. Uh, I like that idea. I think it kind of gets back to what Alex was saying, which is if you reach out to people with a genuine interest in what they do, there are going to be people who are willing to give back not only because it's it's good for the soul, but also because they have that experience with a mentor as well. So that's what I heard. I don't know what you guys heard, but I heard, um, don't be afraid to change. I heard seek advice, get a mentor, get a couple of them if you can do it. Um, look for opportunity to grow outside of the thing you might have thought you were going to do or study in college and ultimately be a career. Um, Before we wrap up and get out of here, Hannah, any final thoughts on this subject? I mean, honestly, people really want to help. So don't be afraid to to ask for it. Um, Even in a work environment, when I joined this new company, it was very different than what I did before. It's very scary. You know, new jobs are always kind of a little bit stressful. You don't know anybody. But I was so surprised by how much everybody was willing to help and take time out of their day to make sure that I was comfortable and had all my questions answered. Um, And I feel the same way with new people that come into my business. So um, I think it's, it's surprising, I think a little bit to know that people really want to help you and and it's not scary. So go ahead and ask. That's good advice. You guys got any last minute questions before we get Hannah out of here? Um, I just had a off the cusp question kind of going off of something that you said, Hannah, you talked a lot in the beginning about creativity in your job. Um, I like, I like art too. I like being creative. So I was just curious, how do you overcome some of those creative, you know, there's how there's writer's blocks, but I guess creative blocks for a lack of a better term. Do you take a walk? Do you take a step away? Like how do you overcome some of those creative blocks? If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. That's a huge thing is to take a break. Um, It's very easy to get in your head and feel like I have to nail this down right now. I have to come up with this concept or I have to finish this design, but I don't like it. Um, Take a minute, go outside, breathe some air, maybe do like meditation, Mm -hmm. eat something. (laughs) Like hunger is a lot of the issues. I'm really just hungry. It's like why I'm cranky. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, I would really just take a minute. And even if it's like come back to it maybe another day, it yeah. doesn't have to be that day. Um, or sleep on it when you wake up, you might even have a better idea than you did the, the day before. It's like giving your brain a break, whether it's five yeah. minute break or wait until the next day. Yeah, turn on some TikTok, just watch some silly videos. <laughs> do what you gotta do, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Capri, what else, you want, you anything you wanna ask Hannah? No, we covered so much. I got so much great advice. I'm just like, feeling really inspired right now and motivated to go do something. Maybe like draw a nice little picture. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Capri, if you need any help, let me know. I'm happy to help you out. <laughs> Thanks. So that's it. I mean, we got this, we got this little uh, program put together, two old kids and two young adults. We're missing one of our old kids. Amy, we miss you. Uh, we'll get you back next time. Um, listen, this is good stuff. We put this together to help parents try to help their young kids, young adults, young adults trying to figure out their way through. So we're trying to get that feedback from folks who've been through it. So if you, if you, it's one of those deals, right? I always mess this up. If you like it, you know, give it a thumbs up. If you love it, share it with somebody. And if you want to see what's going on, subscribe because we're going to keep doing this for a while. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye now. Capri, Alex, Hannah, this is Ed Sanderson. Two old kids, two young adults. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, Hannah. Appreciate you being here. Thanks so much, Hannah. Make sure and subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next episode of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We want to hear from you as well. You can email us at 2ok2ya at gmail.com.